handoff to Pierce and Wilson down in the box. Balls fumbled. Picked up by Diggs. Coming right at the 40. Now trying to go left. Now retreating back to the 50. Now circling back to his right again. To the 45. To the 40. To the 35. Looking for a convoy. And he finally gets out of bounds because he's out of gas. <laughs> KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. Cowboys thank you notes. If you want to send those in, 877-881-1053. I'm curious to see how that goes. Also, I'm catching up. Thank you guys so very much for, A, all the positive feedback on that interview with Sting, and, B, bringing up what I said or agreed with that will probably end up on Masterpiece of the Week. Definitely. couple more. <laughs> whoops. couple more things is if you missed the information, Terrence Steele, ACL, torn ACL, going to be out for the rest of the year as first reported by Bobby Belt. So it's nice when you also you actually break sports news first guaranteed. So that's pretty cool. And then also, if you're a fan of the G-Bag Nation, which why would you not be, and a fan of the Rangers, holy cow. Today, they're going to be out at the Texas Rangers Toy Drive at 2.40. They're going to have, have on John Gray. In the 4 o'clock hour, Chris Young, 440, Marcus Simeon, 620, Michael Young. So it's a charitable Rangers extravaganza Heck, today. They don't need me. They said I had to go on because oh. I'm, I'm signing autographs from 5 to 6. What? So Are you serious? You can either get like Marcus Simeon's autograph or Mike Bassick Jr.'s autograph. So big decisions there on which line you want to get Do you ever in. sign Jr. on there? No, because oh. I don't consider myself a junior. I have a different middle name, but a lot of people call me Jr., which is fine. I have another question. Do you ever write little notes like on your autographs or is it just your signature? Like, would you, are you going to start writing like make your free throws me, Mavs or something? Oh God. <laughs> that would be amazing, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Man, I love my Dallas Mavericks. But man, do they irritate the living <laughs> crap out of me. I know. Maybe Cowboy fans feel that way today. Yes, I think this is, except they, they ended up winning the game. Like yeah. It would be like if the Mavs beat the Bucks 107-106 instead, but they still miss all those free throws. You'd be like, yeah, we won, but I don't, I got some thoughts and questions. I can't believe Milwaukee knew that play after the Mavericks had run it 73 straight times at the end of a game. And I think that you will not love, did you see the quote from Giannis afterwards is, by the way, the Mavs are the only team in the last 25 years to miss their last six free throws in a one-point loss. So there's that. Yeah, take that, Nick Anderson. So also, Giannis said, basketball gods, if you compete hard, they reward you at the end. So we were being punished by the basketball gods for not competing hard in our pregame shenanigans by missing all of those but free it's, throws. It's going to be okay because okay. we're going to make this trade for John Collins and then what? we'll be fine. Are you all not seeing this, that Shams is saying that the Mavericks are one of four teams that are showing interest in uh, in John Collins again? Well. If he costs money, we don't want him. Okay. Go check out how much Mark Cuban pays for basketball teams. <laughs> Seems like last. Yes, it is very, very low. All right, now, on the Cowboys front, it is still a victory Monday. Who deserves your your thank yous? Do you mind if I throw one out first? Yeah, go ahead, man. Okay. The offense for finally showing up when they were needed is... To start the game and to end the game. Exactly. Now, don't worry about the middle part. I have lots of thoughts and questions about that. Is 11 plays, 98 yards, their best drive to finish a game off in five years. And I thought that drive was phenomenal. I have to admit, my expectation level was not off the charts when that drive began, but it was a hell of a drive. I loved it. I thought they were going to 
thought they were going to tie the game. Dave, okay. Dave Swavy actually texts me, guns and hoses, uh, great guy. And he goes, I can't believe we're going to lose to the Texans. He said, we're going to win in overtime. I thought I didn't know they were going to go all the way, but I was like, it's the Houston Texans. They just proved that they can lose this game by the running back going the wrong way, going for it on fourth down, a whole bunch of different things. And yes, the Cowboys stopped them. All the credit in the world to the Cowboys for stopping the mighty Houston Texans there on the goal line. But once that happened, I was like, Cowboys are going to win this game. Houston is a loser, and they're going to lose. Man, that's that's a very valid point. I I want to thank. So I'd like to thank the Texans running back for, for being, not knowing which way the ball <laughs> was supposed to go. Fourth down. I want to thank Leighton Vanderesh, yes, for like showing up and being a reliable force because you know we were talking with Darren Woodson about this last night. They weren't getting the pressure that we think they should get you know they we expect sacks uh from this team they we expect pressure from this team it just seemed like it wasn't there well what did what did darren say last night he was like look man when you get them on first and second down our guys know on third down what they can do and they weren't doing that because yesterday they were running the ball pretty well against the cowboys they made that plan of look we're not going to go behind the sticks we're going to make sure we're moving forward and we have short yardage situations to work with Leighton Vander Esch played a really good game stopping the run. I really res- uh, appreciated what he was able to do yesterday. So that's 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 where one of mine goes. I got a couple more, though. Four, 14 tackles, second most of his career, most since his all-pro rookie season. And a tiffle. Uh-huh. Tackle for loss, mm-hmm. yes. And he got a tiffle. Is I want to thank Neville Gallimore for dropping a Matumbo on Jeff Driscoll <laughs> on third and five. It was from the Cowboys 40 with a little bit more than eight minutes to go. Who knew the wild ebbs and flows that were still to come in that game? But that was the part, and they were going to punt it, and it was the not today. And I was like, hell yeah, that's going to be the play that gets us back in, and we're going to win this game. We would, but like I said, there's still going to be a few more things to come with that. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's for sure. You, you got Something, Mike, you look like you're ready to... No, I just didn't know what you are saying. A tuffle? Yeah. Tackle for loss? Okay. It's just a... It's like RSBI, you know? It's just a, an gotcha. acronym. So. It sounds like you're trying to clear your throat or something. <clears throat> no, that, that makes sense. Oh, okay. The, Interesting. I'd like to thank Mark Sanchez. I like him calling a game better yeah. than I do. I don't dislike oh, Greg no. Olson. Oh, no. But I, that side? I, I thought Mark Sanchez finish. was really good. I was like, I enjoy his uh, calling of a game. You don't. I thought there were some cheesy moments that he like just. Some, I did love the fact I when Sean was like he dropped Bucky's and all the area Nolan stuff because he was around here. Yeah, he did a really good job at connecting. There were some moments when I was like, you didn't need to throw that line out there, but I, it's fine. You can like who you want. I'm not gonna tell you how to fan. Never tell anybody how to fan. At one point, I could tell that Mark Sanchez wanted to criticize the quarterback, but in his brain, he's like, I sucked at this at this <laughs> level, and I'm just going to kind of say, like, the quarterback might have not done well right there. Okay, saying, and that was the closest the, you were going to get right. to. I think, I think with Troy, and I totally get it, right? I was a really crappy major leaguer, but I was a major leaguer. Sanchez was better than I was at NFL, but he was not a good NFL quarterback. Is Sometimes you're like, I don't know how harsh I want to be here with the criticism that uh, people could go, well, look at you, butt fumble, you know? So... That definitely went to a better place than I thought it was Oh, my go. God. Me, too. For mm-hmm. half a second, I think my heart stopped, and that was much better. From the 214, thank you, Jason Peters, for not being Josh Ball. Um, oh, yeah. And I, I do want to go back, and we will get a chance to talk with Broadus about this later. But Broadus said Josh Ball had two bad plays. 
everybody has pointed out that both of those plays turned into a fumble and an interception. And Brian said, yes, those absolutely, that is absolutely true. Those plays so, happen. So basically, Josh Ball can keep you afloat until he doesn't, and then it's going to be catastrophic. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those very Charlie Chaplin moments where everything just falls apart on you. Okay, but th- yeah, that is but, a good description of that. But thanks again, though, to Jason Peters for showing up and like kind of. I like the story behind this, Mike. Of he's sitting there watching it, going, "Okay, I have to go play." And he turns around, and there's the coach going, you're in. And he's like, good, because I was about to go tell you I need to go in right now. Okay, because we have to take it just one more step back. Is Because originally he's like, I don't want to play right tackle. Yeah. I don't want to play tackle. He's like, I haven't done that. Because the line was, I don't want to hurt the team. I haven't done this in 17 years. I don't want to hurt the team. And then he was like, well, that's hurting the team. I can do better <laughs> than that. So I'm going to go out there and fix this real quick, or at least try to be the one. You know, and I appreciate that, man. He he didn't feel comfortable with it, but he went out and did it, and it helped. Well, it helped on that drive for sure. I have a feeling starting tomorrow he's going to be practicing that full time. Probably so. Yeah, pro- I mean, you might definitely be right about that. And do I want to. Do think- you think Josh Ball starts, or do you think Peter starts next game? Peters. Yeah, but I, I mean, Peters. I. I w- there's lots of things that I thought the Cowboys should have done personnel-wise over the years that they're like, that's cool. We're going to go and in I a mean, different direction. Not anybody pointing out we're, cho- we're choosing between Peters and Ball. I Two offensive linemen. Yeah. Uh-huh. Correct. To play the sport, Kevin. Can, okay. You doing? Can I... Can I thank Donovan Wilson real quick yes. for causing the most cartoonish fumble that I've ever <laughs> seen in my life? Whoop. Like yes. I, I needed sound effects for that fumble. Absolutely. I just, did that fumble? I thought that fumble was going to hit the jumbotron. Yes, I, I thought it was incredible the height that you got off of that. Absolutely. All right. Okay. So what amused you more then? The cartoonish fumble aspect. I'm of watching that. it right now. Okay. Actually, it just popped up on my Twitter timeline. Yeah, just point to me, and I'll be like, "Whoop!" Just imagine <laughs> it's like it looked like when Sonic gets hit and the rings fly out, yeah. except oh, yeah. it was a football. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good man. One. I want somebody to recreate that, but with all the footballs flying out, just like they're the rings from that. I would love to see that. Did that amuse you more, <laughs> or did Diggs and Mokwamu? laying on the turf together when the game was won, arguing with one another about who gets the football for the interception amuse you more. That is 100% what was happening. I Listen, when Mickey was talking about that this morning and he and Mike threw out the, the, you know, they all ran away, the Texans receivers all ran away, and Mickey was like, well, I think they were expecting the tip. You can't expect that with Diggs. Yeah. Like, that dude's getting the football. If he has a free chance to get the football, he's going to get the football. He's a receiver. Uh, he catches the football. So that was, uh, I, I understand most teams probably would be like, hey, don't forget Diggs is back there. So you're going to have to go up for this thing. And that was the that was the rest of the fumble that you were talking about is I went back and tracked it. So Diggs ran around with the ball for 15 seconds. At one point. How many the, yards? Did you track okay, yards? Okay. Okay. I didn't get like up and down across the field yards, but at one point. Let me, he, let me check next gen stats because they would, keep that stuff. Okay. I would love to know that. At one point he went back to their own 45 before eventually advancing it. So here's how it went is he. It was were, a Barry Sanders play. Absolutely. He got the ball at the Texans 45, eventually ended up back at his own 45 before advancing 43. it back to I show 45 before advancing it back to the Texans 28. So hey. he went all over the field and I thought it was phenomenal. Yeah, no, that was a blast of a play too. And that was one of those plays, Kevin, that I had to like pause and go back because the kids were all rambunctious yeah. around me and I, I missed part of it and was like, what just happened? 
And then I came back to it and was like, okay, that was a lot of fun. In a game that wasn't a lot of fun for the majority of the time. No. Uh, but that definitely was. I, I want to thank I want to thank Dak for the two-minute drive. Sure. I mean, he put his body on the line with some runs. He completed some tough passes. I really wish that throw to Gallup in the end zone would have been a lot better because yeah. then you wouldn't have had the moment of, is it, was it a touchdown or not? There were moments in this game that Dak's window was like he was throwing through at bigger windows, at bigger targets that didn't, weren't, didn't exist. And underthrew a couple. There were yeah. a lot of moments in this game that you're just like, what is Dak doing today? He needs to, to hone in just a little bit more, and I'm sure at some point he will, but he delivered on a lot of plays in that two-minute drive that ultimately got the win for you. My biggest thank yous might be reserved for Tank, Barr, and Gallimore. Demarcus Lawrence broke through the offensive line and destroyed Rex Burkhead. And then Barr and Gallimore, I know we've talked about how things broke apart, but Barr and Gallimore, double-team tackle on the fourth and goal that saved the game. Like, even if things break apart, he still could have scored off of that play, but the way they converge and just stuff that and obviously gave you the opportunity to win the game was incredible. This is the, one of the best DeMarcus Lawrence seasons we've seen in a very in a long time. That's why we got to get him up in the Pro Bowl voting. Yeah, I think we should definitely make an attempt to get that for sure.